Welcome to the Skillshot Pincast, Seattle's pinball podcast. We're an extension of Skillshot, Seattle's pinball zine, and we cover the Seattle metropolitan area. You can find us at skill-shot.com. I'm your host, Graham Clem. And I'm Kayla Greet. And uh, we're bringing to you today episode two. Our first episode just dropped, well, we published it last week. Uh, it's Memorial Day. And this episode will probably, you know what? I take it back. This is supposed to be episode three, and we're going out of order. So you should be hearing this more around June 17th, I think we decided on. Yeah, that sounds about right. You don't need to figure worry about our numbers. Just listen to our voices and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we only record on holidays, apparently. Yeah, that's a recurring theme. So <laughs> uh, hopefully we've got plenty. We've got Flag Day coming up. Yes, uh, Father's Day after Father's that. Father's Day after that, yeah. July 4th weekend. We, we could even look into international holidays. If we <laughs> yeah, if we need to. Need to justify it. We will need to accommodate our recording schedule holiday-wise. Uh, so, let's see. It is Memorial Day weekend, as we mentioned. Which means that yesterday was the Powder Puff Tournament in Seattle. Um, this was a event that used to be biannual. And I think three years ago now, we decided that there's no reason to skip a year and... Well, I think like, the main reason we had skipped a year before is because they used to give away machines as mm. the pr- main prize. So that kind of fell away, fell off. And then um, so now it's just it's every year and it's cash prizes and, and all sorts of PBR swag and um, shorties gift cards and, and things like that. So it's an all female tournament that we do once a year on Memorial Day weekend. And yesterday we had 39 players. Seattle's own Jodine Hatfield, which we mentioned in our last episode, was the winner. Three hundred, yeah, congratulations, Jodine. Three hundred and fifty dollars for winning a women's tournament. Pretty awesome. Not too shabby. And second place, we had Zoe Rabel from Portland, then M. Icorn, and Julie Gray in fourth from Seattle. Fantastic. Pretty good deal. There's a lot coming up on the calendar these oh, days. Yes. Uh, the next big thing from where we are, temporally. Uh, is is the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. Uh, that will occur in two weeks. Yes. But when you're listening to this, it, it will have, will have already happened. <laughs> about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, wrap your, your brain around that. In one week, we're going to record a show that we'll release right before the Pinball and Arcade Show comes out. We live in a paradox. Yes, we truly do. Time travel will be an underlying theme throughout <laughs> the life of Skillshot Pincast. So I'm sure we'll have to talk about Doctor Who at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to just give a little snapshot as to uh, all that is out there uh, for the summer for Seattle, uh, just even on a weekly or monthly basis. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, whew, where to start? You want to just uh, run through the week sure. with me? Um, so Mondays are off right now. Well, this Monday will be the, the finals for the Pinball Seattle league um, matches the team leagues that we run in seattle those are reserved for monday nights but we're about to be in the off season and we will be by the time you listen to this so congratulations to either the silver ball slayers or the soda jerks because those are the two finalists um and so mondays will be free i'm sure everyone will breathe a sigh of relief for that or someone will decide to start a new tournament <laughs> <laughs> um then tuesdays we have john john's that's a Brackalope Three Strikes You're Out tournament. Adaball is the Wednesday night tournament, also a three strike Brackalope tournament. Every Thursday is the Flip Flip Weekly tournament. 
And then the first Thursday of the month is the Babes in Pinland tournament that I run that's women's o- women only. Just the first Thursday of the month. Um, and that next one will be June 4th, then July 2nd. Then on Saturdays, we have another castle in Edmonds has a weekly tournament. Then, if you're not, <laughs> if you felt like this was a lot, Sundays. Yes. At Olaf's, the third Sunday. And then 8 bit has the second Sunday. And of course, Shorty's has the first Sunday with Skillshot. Yes, that's our rotating uh, host first month, uh, Sunday monthly tournament. I believe the one. Mm-hmm. On June 7th, if I'm correct, is... Allison and, and Andy, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Hopefully hopefully, some of you made that, and uh, it remains to be seen who will be hosting in July. Mm-hmm. So There used to be an Arwal monthly, too, that Nicole ran oh, on yeah. the remaining Sunday of hmm. the month. But uh, I wanted to say, fortunately, that's not a thing anymore because my schedule is packed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No offense to... The no, Narwhal, which has a number of great games, great or, games Nicole, or Nicole, who I'm sure, well. yeah. Um, let's see. We also have. So you mentioned the eight bit, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there there are some floating monthlies that don't seem quite as consistent, but uh, they're notable for various reasons. Uh, Nikki's Super Boom monthly pinball tourney uh, is all ages, so kiddos mm-hmm. get out there, um, clean the garage for your quarter money. <laughs> uh, that's at Full Tilt Ballard. So uh, just check out uh, the Full Tilt Ballard uh, Facebook page. That would be a great place to find out. Uh, Pin Jacks League. I'm not familiar with these guys at all. I'm not either. I think it's a, it's a little bit too far north for my style. Like It's in Snohomish County, so it's a bit farther away from me. Yeah, it's a bit of a trek, but uh, certainly worth it if you're an all-ages pinball player trying to uh, trying to find some, some IFPA points out there. Uh, they don't have any ev- events scheduled for June currently, which makes sense. It's a very, very busy month with mm-hmm. the, the show and everything else. Uh, but if you go to facebook.com slash pinjacks or to letsplaycafe.com, they also have a calendar, although I didn't see them list any pinball on the calendar on that they're, website. They're still fairly new, too. I think they've only been open for two months now at this point. Like, oh, is that so? Yeah. Maybe it's a little longer. I have a poor reference of time sometimes. but. <laughs> <laughs> I, they were an extension of the Replay Cafe in Everett. The, oh. Maybe not an extension, but like I think they might be mocking the name a little bit. I can't remember. Oh, okay. But it's, some of, <laughs> it's some of those people that were involved in, in that up north. <laughs> hmm. um, I also saw on the Pinjacks uh, Facebook page that they were uh, they were kind of advertising, or maybe I should say teasing, an unboxing event for the Big Lebowski at Lucky Ooh. Strike in Bellevue. And so I don't think that people know exactly when the Big Lebowski is coming out yet, do they? I don't either. I, I saw um, John John's post that they were going to be getting it this year. We had confirmation from Dutch Pinball, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Absolutely. With all the roller coaster of news with, that has been Dutch Pinball, I was kind of already ready to let it go maybe it wouldn't actually happen but it seems to be on its way yeah and i think there are a lot of us really excited about that the big lebowski is a really fun license yeah and and you know we've all been kind of holding our breath to see more of these little independent one-off companies the boutique style yeah. yeah to actually step up and get them out because mm-hmm. there's been a unfortunately there hasn't been a super high success rate uh no yeah definitely maybe a topic worthy of uh, another episode to explore mm-hmm. 
I would love if maybe Dutch Pinball decides to just do Coen Brothers movies from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that would be fantastic. I, I love that. What what would be the next oh, one? Oh, Brother has to be the next one. That's a, so good. That's a fantastic one. Of course, Fargo, easily. Yeah. Fargo mm-hmm. and Raising Arizona would be good ones. Yeah. You know what? I'm just, Sucker Proxy might be yes, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. It just lends itself to some really yeah. fun play field toys, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, oh man. buddy. Yeah. More more PSH on pinball yeah. in general. I'll start mm-hmm. that campaign now. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So there are, there are other things happening this summer too that we haven't even ta- talked about. Uh, some of these take us outside of the Northwest or just outside of the Puget Sound area. But uh, we've got them on the Skillshot calendar, so I'd I'd like to mention them. Um, we uh we have California Extreme, which is mm-hmm. an event on. Uh, the weekend of July 18th and 19th in Santa Clara. I'm not really familiar with what's going on there. I feel like that one might be a pump and dump style where you just keep um, buying tickets to qualify. Mm. And then they have a qualifying cutoff time. Um, so maybe two days of qualifying and then the third day would be the Sunday or the, the main tournament. I gotcha. Okay. Well, you can go to caextreme.org and there's tons of information about about that uh, convention or tournament going on mm-hmm. uh, in again in mid-July if you're itching for a pinball pinball vacation there. Uh, I know Nicole Hyatt went last year with, and a couple of people, uh, or that might have been Indisc, but uh, that's the other big California one. Kevin and Raymond definitely go, and Dave Stewart's going to be there this year. Mm, okay. So watch out for the Seattle presence. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can also find that information on the Skillshot calendar, skill shot. Dot com. All right. Uh, the LED Pin Golf Festival of Lights, mm-hmm. which is on Sunday, July 26th at Scoreboard Sports Bar in Portland. It looked like it was Northeast Portland on the map. I've never been there before myself. Yeah, me either. So that's an intriguing event. Yeah. I I wanted to go last year. I didn't make the time for it, though. I, I think it was run by Nathan Stellhorn. But it looks like a good time. Like, just, I mean, there's a lot of, it's a very polarizing subject of LEDs on pinball machines especially if you come hmm. from an owner-operator standpoint. Some people very much love them. Other people would say, don't get them anywhere near my games. But Is uh, that just kind of an old-school purist thing, or is there something more to that argument? It's just that they're bright, and they kind of okay. color wash the thing. Like Everyone just jokes that they need a pair of shades if they have to play their game. So they are so bright. Um, but you can get ones that mimic incandescent lights, too, that yeah. are softer. Yeah, that's the thing about LEDs in general is there's always some way you mm-hmm. can adjust them. And, you know, if, if it's a matter of something being too bright, you can always just put, yeah. s- put a, a gel, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, saves the energy and they're less likely to burn out. I don't know. It seems like a win-win to me. Mm-hmm. Um, although there have been a few overly bright games that I've played, to be, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> um, the Northwest Pinball Championships are coming up at the end of August, and that will be in Marysville. Uh, and that's been where they've been held for the last couple of years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfortunately, I'll have to miss that because I'll be at the UK pinball party in mm. Wales at the Highway Pinball Facilities. Fancy. Playing a tournament there. <laughs> I am jealous. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's bdivision.com? Yeah. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Okay, great. Yeah. Check out that info. Um, get involved with the Northwest Pinball Championships. That's going to be at the Holiday Inn Express in Marysville. Uh, bdivision.com August 28th through the 30th and then one month later at the very end of summer head north grab your passport uh, go to the Fraser Valley flip out 
Uh, and you can find more information about that uh, on skill-shot.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> that pretty much wraps up the summer, I think. Yeah. There, I'm sure there are events that we've forgotten. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let us know. Um, we're happy to plug them. But there's more than enough for a pinballer in the Northwest to do. Oh, yeah. Let's just hope that they all have a whirlwind so that we can have a fan blowing in our faces while we play in the summer. Mm-hmm. Stay cool out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Kayla and I are just in the studio by ourselves today. Silver ball spitballing. Silver ball spitball <laughs> session. I love it. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's that's really our plan today was just to catch you up on a on recent events or upcoming events with Powder Puff and Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show, which I still have a hard time saying because I'm just used to saying PAGS. Yeah, yeah, same. I think we're all on that page, uh, at least on Team Skillshot. I feel like the, it's been going on for about eight years now. I think this is about the eighth year that it's been going on. I can't remember. It might be longer than that. That sounds about right. It was just about two years ago that they shortened it from Northwest PAGS to PAS, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. We'll get used to it. We'll adapt. It's fine, but if you hear us say pegs, you know, that's, that's what yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> and today is the ninth of the 10 series satellite tournaments to win um, prize packets for the show. And that's being held at 8-Bit for their monthly pin golf sessions. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that is ongoing. There's, yeah, one today and then... One oh. next week on Sunday at Flip Flip Ding Ding. Gotcha. Uh, oh, and you know, uh, I'd be remiss to mentioned uh, that of course seattle pinball league uh, will have their monthly tournaments mm-hmm. every month and if you're not familiar with them you should you should check it out maybe consider joining why don't you uh spl.wapinball.net will take you there it's a very fine run on uh, website dave stewart's really stepped up and helped us make a a site that it holds old results and makes a lot of sense and easy to navigate um, has a very detailed list of all the upcoming events. You don't have to become a member to in order to participate, but you probably should because A, it's cheaper, and B, you get to go to Todd McCullough's house once a year. <laughs> so like, if that sounds fun to you, like I mean, you could either stay at home that day or play Safe Cracker in America's Most Haunted. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, if you're not familiar with why you should go to Todd McCullough's house, if you get the opportunity to, the invitation to, then... <laughs> yeah. Uh, ask your resident pinball yeah. uh, expert and <laughs> prepare to be amazed. There's a Slurpee machine with like gallons of booze next to it for one. I'll just say that. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, so a couple more things, I guess, before we wrap up this um, smaller episode here. Uh, episode three, that is. Uh, second recorded, third episode. Uh, so Kayla and I just played a little bit of Lord of the Rings here. Mm-hmm. And we'd love to talk about that with you. Lord of the Rings, uh, I've been lucky enough to live with this game for a few years, um, thanks to uh, the ever-so-generous and uh, Team Skillshot member, uh, Andrew Cole, mm-hmm. uh, who just had a, a one or two games too many to, to fit comfortably in his house. Graham is fine being an orphan holder. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'm happy to be a foster <laughs> yeah. parent to a pinball <laughs> machine. Uh, and before this, I, I had his Ripley's for a little while. Oh, very cool. Yeah, but we're moving out of this house, unfortunately, in, in the next month. So uh, Andrew is going to take his, his precious mm. back home. <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've gotten real familiar with this with this game here. Uh, we've dominated the, the high scoreboard, um, although 
recently our our friend Frank snuck up on it, which is a real shame. Is it Frank Zapparo? Yes. Yeah, he's a good player. He's really he's fairly new, but man, that guy's got some chops. Yeah, he's he's got he's got some moves. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, Lord of the Rings is a beloved game by those that know it well, and for good reason. Um, it is a deep game. There's a lot to do. It's a Helm's Deep game. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I, I want to make a correction. Uh, Frank Spasaro. Okay. I don't say his last name out loud very often, so I had to yeah, double check I'm... that. Thank <laughs> you for doing so. <laughs> no worries. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a it's a deep game. It's a cool game. It's got a lot of fun shots. You got that center ramp with the ring. Uh, it's a it's a license that everybody's familiar with, which mm-hmm. is really nice. And it's got a number of really fun and highly cinematic multi-balls to go after. And just great uh, like tie-ins for the, the theme of the movie, the book, and all that. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense. Like it's, You feel like you're on a quest every mode that you're in. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you basically are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a number of fun and very memorable quests. The War of the Ents is fun you're basically throwing stones at orthank and uh you uh you can slay the witch king well you might be able to slay the witch king (laughs) i've never had much luck slaying the witch king i think that's the hardest mode on the game i want to backpedal a little bit and just talk about um best approaches to the game my my personal start starting point is is i always go for the orthank skill shot because you've got a choice of three you just wait to plunge the ball at a certain point in time to choose yours but the orthank skill shot is really my cup of tea because uh if you it's two hundred fifty thousand points mm-hmm. right there uh you immediately start building up uh soldiers for your uh, army of the dead for return of the king multiball uh you will light one of the keep letters on the in lane mm-hmm. uh, just and by virtue straight into the ring you, you could go straight into the ring and start uh, a mode. So with one shot and one skillful plunge, you can advance every single movie multi-ball plus mm-hmm. start a mode. If the mode, I believe the mode light is lit when you start. It's lit at the start of every ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great way to go. Uh, not only because it gets you just an inch closer on every single movie multi-ball, which are all pretty attainable. Mm-hmm. But also, this game is really awesome at stacking modes and multi-balls. Yeah. Like, there's nothing quite like, you know, you start Fellowship and Two Towers is waiting for you and then Return of the King. Mm-hmm. If you feel like playing chronologically, you don't have to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, it, they'll just be waiting right there for you. So, like, if you want to go on a run, just just build them all up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just every single ball, put it in that Orthanc uh, skill shot and, and just inch closer. I feel like that's kind of how I play is I get within one shot of every multi-ball and then I drain usually. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, It's a game that I enjoyed playing the first time I ever played it. I uh, didn't really understand what I was doing and it sort of just made sense. It's a like classic fan layout where you have ramps on either side, orbits mm-hmm. on either side, a cool toy in the middle. And uh, I love the Indiana Jones style like play field on the upper left side. Hmm. Um, it's a great place to park your ball if you're if things are getting a little out of control you just hit that orthanx tower and like you're good it's going to return to your left flipper and you can make a a calculated shot absolutely absolutely so you've got the three cinematic movie multi-balls to go after Mm -hmm. you got Uh, golem multi-ball too but it doesn't it's just for fun mm -hmm. and then you've got nine different modes that you can start with the ring nine nine that's insane i believe that's right Uh, let's see if i can how many i can name off the top of my head this is good podcasting right here (laughs) um there's war of the ents there's attack of shelob which is Mm -hmm. maybe my favorite introductory one uh just kind of wade in there and if I, i would tell you how to select them if i could remember but i can't so good luck uh 
War of the Ents, Attack of Shelob, uh, Witch King, uh, Battling the Wargs, mm-hmm. um, uh, Escape uh, oh, the, the Ring, Ring Wraiths. Yeah. Uh, so that's five right there, but I know there's at least one more I'm missing. Anyway, there are lots to choose from. Um, but let's let's say uh, let's focus on the movie multiballs. Once you complete all three movie multiballs, whether or not you get it to the ending of the movie multiballs, and by the way, all three of them have a, an ending that you can successfully which reach. I didn't realize. Like I've been playing those multiballs for years, like hundred tens of times. I don't know. I've never realized that there was an actual end because there's no end to any other like multiball. You can get super jacks. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just kind of go indefinitely usually. But no, there are uh, achievable tasks. Those those movie multiballs are advanced modes in and of themselves. But the best part is, like I said at the top, like this is a very deep game. Uh, if you get through, not, not just beat, but just get through all three movie multiballs, you have a chance to destroy the ring. Uh, you have to hit the center shot and you're basically in Mount Doom and you're battling Gollum on the cliffside mm-hmm. and you have to make a series of uh, four, four shots, shots and then you have to hit the center shot twice, <sighs> I believe, after that. <laughs> it is a challenge. Uh, right now, the Destroy the Ring champion is my roommate, Dan uh, Pancakes, as some might know him. Uh, he's got 47 seconds Man, on that. Mine was good. I was very proud of my 55 seconds oh, that yeah. held Under for a minute, long time. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, that, that last mode, by the way, is Gandalf versus Saruman. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. So there are seven total then? There's six. Oh, there are six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Still, plenty to choose yeah. from. Um, so the three mo- three moving multiballs, six modes, destroy the ring, mm-hmm. and then you got to collect the, the gifts of the elves, right? Yeah, that's that's to work towards uh, Valinor. Is that yeah. right? Because there's also there and back again. Oh, basically. yeah. That's right. So there and back again is just getting two every single mode in multiball. Yeah. You don't have to complete them more or less, like you just have to get through them. And but basically uh when that happens you go back through and kind of revisit everything. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely little jaunt through As the game. As you're writing your memoirs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It's a very nice little song that plays too. I've never gotten there personally. I've seen video of it. I know it's possible. <laughs> oh, it's possible. I've seen uh, I've seen folks do it a couple times. Um I don't think I've ever gotten there. But then Valinor you have to actually complete Yeah. Uh do you have to complete everything, or do you just have to get all of the elf gifts? I think you just have to get all the elf gifts. Which gifts. generally means that you've completed six or seven things yeah. successfully, which mm-hmm. is pretty pretty hard to do, pretty epic. Um, go online, take a look at it. Crazy mode. Modes within modes within modes. Papa's got a tutorial video that's an hour long. It's mm-hmm. worth a watch. It's pretty <laughs> incredible. Yeah, but I, you know, if any if any game's gonna have a good wizard mode, I think it should be Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a Gandalf mode, as they call it, a Gandalf mode. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna pull a game out that we tried on episode one, and uh, you know, we'll probably give it a shot uh, in episode two. So hopefully, you're pretty familiar with it by now. Uh, it's called Name That Game. Uh, I'm gonna quiz you, Kayla. Okay. And I have two up here. I think you're going to get both of them. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll definitely get them by the end of it. But okay. uh, let's uh, let's just see what we got. You ready? Yep. Okie doke. Oh, that sounds so familiar. I yeah. know what it is. I just can't think of what it is. I, I kept that one pretty deliberately short, short and out of context. You want to hear it one more time? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go to sound two. <laughs> cool. Here we go. Sound two. Oh, is this Funhouse? It is not Funhouse, but you know, I think that I think that sound might get reused in a few okay. different games. <laughs> um, let's get to the next one. Oh, this is Taxi. Whoa, it, no, God. <laughs> it's not Taxi. Oh, jeez. Put the sounds together. Okay, so I, I made this pretty hard. <laughs> I, I was a little worried you were a lot more familiar with it than I was, and I wasn't I sure how obvious. Uh, oh, I know. It's Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's yeah. right. Uh-huh. It is Creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon. Very nice. <laughs> uh, so let's hear the rest of those sounds, though. Um, it'll get increasingly more obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have gotten in there if I hadn't already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the giveaway right there. <laughs> yeah, the charbroiled burger. But mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. Guy stuck in the back of the trunk. Uh, <laughs> and uh, last but not least. Mm. That's the that movie Wilhelm starting. That scream, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just for kicks, I, I just really like the end. The motor puttering away. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is so mm-hmm. good for that game. Yeah. I was thinking that this would actually make a really nice outro for the podcast. Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. So let's play one more round of Name That Game. This next one is a game I'm a lot more familiar with, so mm. I would be kicking myself if I didn't get it after the, want to say, fourth oh, okay. sound. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, that sounds so familiar. Okay. Uh, let me fix this sound. I'm sure it'll be a little easier when it's coming out of both of your ears. Here we go. Number two. Hmm. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Number three. I, I definitely definitely was a little more. A little uh, more careful. Oh, I one. know what it is. You know what yeah, this is? It's okay. World Cup soccer. It is World <laughs> Cup soccer. Let's hear the rest of those sounds. <laughs> a little snippet of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of sounds very much like that mm-hmm. right there. Lots Just, of fanfare. Mm-hmm. And that's a gimme right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, World Cup soccer. Pretty uh, awesome. Indeed, indeed. I'll, I'll just mention one more thing that when I worked at Full Tilt Ice Cream, I saw lots of kids go up to World Cup Soccer 94 and call it, I want to play doggy soccer. So now <laughs> I just call it doggy soccer. <laughs> I like doggy soccer. We found out that Kiss gets really, or is the new game that from Stern. We'll probably talk about that again in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have some stuff for you about the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Room show. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll come with information. Oh, and I do want to mention from our first episode, I we had mentioned that the Walking Dead code wasn't going to get updated, but it turns out shortly thereafter, new code did come out. So we'd like to retract that statement now that it is proven to be true. Yes, so that's that's nice. Uh, that's pinball be. for you. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Kiss is coming out, like you said, Big Lebowski sometime this year. And also, mm-hmm. uh, we should finally see The Hobbit 
at the Northwest Pinball and Arcade Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be a seminar on the making of it. Uh, and Jersey Jack and others on the team should be in attendance. So Very cool. Looking forward to that. Maybe Jersey Jack will just be a giant dragon covered in gold, but, you know, <laughs> we'll yes, see. The desolation mm-hmm. of Jersey Jack. <laughs> um, oh, and... R.I.P. in advance. Uh, very yeah. sad news. Mama's Mexican Kitchen closing. Uh, that's unfortunately, I think some of us are a little worried that it's maybe the canary in the coal mine there yeah. for that uh, that block at, in Belltown. Right on the corner of Second and Bell, where Shorty's lies. Mm-hmm. Just just a couple doors down from Shorty's. So hopefully that is the only change that happens mm-hmm. along that block. It'll certainly affect the entire all the businesses around there during construction, though. But like, man, what a good burrito! Mm-hmm. That sucks. Well, uh, thanks, thanks for, for listening. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Okay. That's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs>